This is a Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep minisode. Enjoy. For this pre-show, before we get into talking about UFC 217, right? I thought we would talk about how we feel about steroids and its history in MMA and its current state in MMA. I am so on board with this. Wait, okay, because like this is going to allude to in the actual podcast. If and guys, if it runs long, yeah. we can make a podcast because I have a lot to say. If you guys – well, don't go through all of it now. We'll just address like the how you feel about its brief history. All right, and you guys can listen to UFC 217 where one of our current events actually deals with steroids within MMA. Steroids and sports. Exactly. Specifically mixed no, martial arts. No, specifically mixed martial arts and its history because if we look back at the genesis of mixed martial arts, steroids was a very big part of it. This okay. started in back venues with guys who were roided out, down and out wrestlers usually in fisticuff brawls, right? And then you saw in China, uh, not China, woo, right. uh, that would have been bad to say, Japan. Right. Japan, it was... All those the, comments section. Yeah, I was going to say. The fuck, it's not China. It's not fucking China. Japan was actually the first place to popularize big-scale martial arts, and it was freak shows. So you would have the 400-pound man versus the 145-pound fighter and stuff like that. And then you would have roided out guys. That's when they actually started creating big organizations, namely Pride. We all remember that. Absolutely. There's another one, K2. Well, K2's kickboxing. Right, so, but I'm so, just saying. Yeah, that, that's example. also... They're on steroids there, too. I was going to say, yeah. that's also a giant... Because what's his name, the well, the heavyweight? Alistair Overeem, Alistair Gohan, Gohan Saki. He's from K2. Yeah, Gohan Saki. Gohan and there was Saki. a whole bunch about that. And all those guys were right out, and it was known, and in Pride especially, it was encouraged almost. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, I mean, they even said in the contract, you know, we're not going to test you. So you can do whatever you want. Mexican supplements. <laughs> and Are you serious? No, yeah, <laughs> they, just us. they outlined it. They were like, and if you want to, we're not going to test you. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you have to think, like, now that we have what we have in the UFC is a completely clean slate. USADA, you have literally the most stringent qualifications good. for good. steroids. And I don't even think that's good for the sport. Well, I think it's you good. You don't for, think your is good for no, UFC? No, it's not good for the business. It's great for the purity of fighting and finding out who the best natural fighter is. But as far as the from a business standpoint, it creates more decisions and it makes the fights less entertaining. I think it's nuking a roach infestation. Okay. Now, I disagree. I, I think it's a bit of an overcorrection. I d- it is extreme, but I think a great deal of the fighters were using performance-enhancing drugs. Before but that, this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but at what point did they stop, dude? Now you're taking like certain types of creatine off GNC shelves and guys are popping. Yeah, but And I, it's ruining fights and I, ruining some careers. That's true. That's like you true. see like Yell Romero, he had two off-the-shelf supplements pop for USADA. Yeah, but it's just like the NFL when they say... They have a whole stringent – yeah, let me finish. They have a whole stringent testing program, and they will even buy the supplements for you. And they Mm -hmm. tell you if you're going to buy something, bring it in, we'll test it, and then we'll let you know if it's okay to take. So It's hard to do because the NFL, that's all internal, whereas UFC contracts USADA. So they're two separate entities. So So you have more of a bureaucracy. It's not an open flow of communication between USADA and the UFC. It should be though. you, and in some cases, I think well. it has been. Like in the Brock Lesnar fight, where the test results were delayed until after the bout, there's definitely some question marks. That's a conspiracy. No, That's yeah, 110% no, I, a conspiracy. You might have... Wait, a, you think a, like it's a... It was well known that Brock Lesnar was on steroids. Right. Wait, no. You think it's a conspiracy in the fact that there's no basis for me saying that? No, no, no. I'm saying it's a conspiracy A that, valid conspiracy. Yes. Okay, there we go. But I'm saying that even though it's a bureaucracy... 
a fighter in the UFC should have the the wherewithal to be like, hey, you know, I, I have the discipline to go ahead and contact USADA, even though like I want to take this creatine. Well, it's a, you're obligated and to then do you, so. You also have another another problem, right? Because USADA's guidelines are always changing; they're in constant flux, changing which new substances. And that's be, that's not their fault because hold on, hold on you supplement companies constantly changing different drugs and different uh, stimulants. Okay. Can I just say one thing? Let's go back to the part about Brock Lesnar. Because you know what? Everybody knows that they had those results before the fight. And they didn't have the results suddenly, and then they let the fight go on. That's a conspiracy because it's true. It went down. Okay? I agree. And, and Mark Hunt – it is Mark Hunt, right? That's the fight we're yes. actually talking yeah, about. Yeah, UFC 200. He's, he's got a legitimate case for a lawsuit. The they let him. Open. They let him walk into a ring with a guy who tested positive, and if they think that anybody on earth thinks that they weren't aware he was on steroids before that fight, and he didn't test positive, they're kidding themselves. I agree. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. When he walks parent, up, when he walks knew. up like that, and he's cutting down to make two sixty five. Not not even just the eye test because that can be deceiving, just like we saw in UFC two seventeen with Costa. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. I know, but I'm just saying you can't just but, do the eye test. And, but they and, have but, the but, results. Hold on. They have the, the results. Here's the other thing about uh, you're saying that steroids or non-using steroids is ruining the UFC. And I've always said this about the I didn't the say NFL. it was ruining That's the UFC. That's a mixed characterization. Okay. I said it was nuking a roach infestation. Okay. And when you said? I said that it's bad for business. It creates more decisions and it makes fights less entertaining. Okay. As so a I won't say that. You're right. I, I misspoke. I apologize. But what I will say is, it's like I said about the NFL. These guys are putting themselves through uh, extreme impacts and force. Same thing in the UFC as the NFL, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Nobody else's. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing I don't understand. You're right. It could be bad for business because guys aren't recovering in time. Yeah, You're losing fighters. But here's the thing. I don't have a problem with somebody using something, but I have a problem with somebody using something and somebody not. That's the And issue. I have a problem if if you want your fighters to stay healthier longer and recover faster, mm-hmm. set a range. I agree. I've said this before. You guys have heard me say this before in the NFL. I don't have – these guys aren't normal people. They don't have a normal job. They don't have normal health issues. If they are playing this sport, and that goes for either sport, I feel if they're going to use them, all I'm saying is set a range. You're paying for them to be tested. And if you're a moron and you can't come in in a certain range. But to refocus. That's how it goes. Because I think we've gotten. Wait, wait, let me, no, let no, me just add No, no, because he's before. saying it's bad for business and you're saying it is. it's. But here, here you can make it good for business. Because you can save the athletes, you can have them healthier, you can have some of the fighters who would necessarily not come back from devastating injuries uh, as fast. Football has been uh, has been bad in the same mm-hmm. way that the UFC has been. Uh, exhibit A, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis in his historic See, playoff run was using deer antler spray to recover yeah, who cares? from He was retiring that year. No, my thing is you yeah, can't who cares compare. Exactly. But that's the exact attitude that leads to problems. No, yeah, you but they you didn't can't test compare them. the NFL – to the UFC. You can't compare the UFC's I, testing all, to anything. All I did was compare Wait. them as 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 far as if you if you want them, if it's bad for business and you're losing your best athletes to injury and there's not a recovery period that's long enough and they can't sustain the level of activity or everything that we want out of our stars and everybody wants to do it and that's fine. It's You have to either do one of three things. Everybody does it and you don't test 
everybody doesn't, and you do, and you do test, or you you set a range, and you still have to test, and you still have to test. Okay, but well, it's different when you use when you're in mixed martial arts because it when you take a performance enhancing drug, it will directly affect your ability to inflict harm on another person because you're literally fighting them yeah you know what i mean not unlike the nfl where it can help you catch the ball or run faster or score a touchdown and hurt somebody yeah but you're not punching them not in the direct face. It, yeah. it's indirect okay. damage I, I mean i i played a little bit of ball yeah you, i you could hurt somebody really bad of course you can hurt somebody you're by virtue of being bigger faster and stronger and tackling <laughs> yeah. them not by kicking them in the head I got kicked a few times. Or t- yeah, but brutally TKO. Yeah, exactly. It's it's. I had a few concussions. Not exactly the same. I though. wouldn't. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think it's quite as inept as a comparison. So that's why, and especially uh, well, since, uh, let's not draw a direct right, yeah. line. It's plus, two different sports. Plus, I said that plus, from the beginning. Let me let me let me refocus. The original. T- I don't need to refocus. The, no, I know what I'm talking. No, about. the original. The original this, question yeah. was how you felt. About the history of steroids within combat sports. And I do. And I, I think I express my opinion. Either we're going to have nobody using steroids and we're testing and we're going to have the results before each before each fight and that's that. Or we're going to have a range and they're going to test. How did you feel about the, the pre-USADA era and the pre-heavy testing era? Do you think fights are more entertaining back then? Before like where you, you had Rampage it. being able to pick up and completely slam guys, completely no, dismantle guys. I think I do like you the had UFC such one-sided now. mismatches. Now I like it now, but I, I am upset at some of our best athletes getting hurt and not recovering and never coming back. That's a big part. A lot of the performance-enhancing drugs do, used in MMA are recoveries. Yeah, but you can do that, it's and you recoveries. can still make not freak freak shows. That's true. Well, USADA doesn't allow that. Yeah, but but my point is, I know you, you talked about the range you, and all. Put it this way: Are you paying USADA? <laughs> no, no, seriously. Is the UFC paying USADA yes. to test their athletes? They're well, guess what? Very simple. USADA. Every everybody's got to be between a, a thousand. That's, and that's different because now you're not. No, wait a minute. No, because USADA tests to USADA <laughs> guidelines. They are a separate. Exactly. Entity. He's the, saying change the guidelines. Oh. He's and you don't even have to do really. that. USADA comes back with the test results. Say it's it's a thousand to fifteen hundred. Mason came back at eighteen hundred. You're done. You, you can't. You can't fight. If you if you're above that, it doesn't matter. It's how you interpret the results. Definitely, that's true. That's all I'm saying. And and I don't have a problem with it. But I, all and, I'm saying is, you're going to level. I'm just saying level the playing field correctly for everybody. It's yes or no. That's it. In an era where we have fighters who are fighting for not a lot of money yet, MMA is still growing. You only have some of the top level fighters making big money. Hashtag give them their banner back. And they're, and they're yeah. working out super, super hard. We're talking about like doing, yeah. going from kickboxing practice to jujitsu to wrestling. And and it's so hard to not hurt yourself Absolutely. practicing like that and cutting weight on top of it. That that and it's twenty four seven. It's a logistical nightmare. How many how many ACL Absolutely. tears have we seen before fights? How many labor Wonder tears? Wonder Boys. He was talking about he had a, he, he had broke a surgery. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, he got a surgery for his knee before he came back this time. It's. Just, it's so it's so hard to watch all these fighters suffer True. because they can't have access to some of the recoveries that would be good, you know. And that's why that's why it bothers know, me so know, much with the NFL comparison because they violate the PED guidelines and they get suspended for three games, but they're still making. No, there's a lifetime suspension too. Eventually, I haven't seen anyone get. I've seen how many players have recently gotten have gotten suspended for three steroids? games, None. five games. Yeah, but they they they're making at the very least, and you know if they're starting. Yeah, but you team, understand they play sixteen games. 
or 18 games a season. Exactly. But if you get busted by you, USADA you as a fighter, yeah. you're done for a year. Yeah. Usually. And then if you get and if, as a fighter, if you have three strikes, three strikes, they can put you out for five years. And that's a career ender. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I think it should be. I think, I, you yeah. think it should be that strict? Yeah, I, I do. Mean, you, yes, I do. Obviously, because you know of the I do. violence you can inflict on another person, or just Again, because you're cheating. Yeah, it's a level playing field. The rules. Listen, you can't have your own interpretation. My thing is, you set the rules, you go by them. If it's no PEDs, it's no PEDs. If it's a range, it's a range. I don't have a problem. What rule you pick? Mm-hmm. Dana White's the boss. Pick did your you, god dang rules to stick to them. Did you think that the fights in Pride were exciting? I don't remember the league that much, to be honest with you. I got into UFC more when you guys got into it. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I'm a huge fan of the UFC. This last, I, I, I watched 216, 217. They were fantastic. I agree. They were, I agree. 217 was one of the best cards we've had in a long, long Unbelievable. time. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The progression of the sport's probably the most the most interesting thing. Like you mentioned, Pride, and they were roided up like man gorillas. <laughs> Just yeah. smacking into each other. <laughs> but the technique was not there. Like yeah. The sport was not developed. Then they, they had decent boxing and they had a sprawl. Now they, they're black belts but, in jiu-jitsu, but again, proficient but, but Muay Thai. This, this is what you're exactly saying. That was a brawl. This is a sport. I agree completely. I, I like the way the UFC yes. is now. Granted, yeah. the fights were more interesting because you just saw... T- and it's kind of like watching Bellator. You guys watch Bellator at all? No. no, no. This, the skill on some, in some of the divisions is not quite there. But since people make mistakes more often, some of the fights can be a little bit more interesting because they're more openings. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. It's not necessarily like this this clear really, matchup. Exactly. Where it's like, oh, he has the ground advantage. I have the striking advantage. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's more like So that oh, makes it more interesting rather than the UFC where it's like these guys are really well matched. Yeah. Whereas the belt where it's like I'm fighting Daryl Honeycutt. Exactly. He's, he's okay everywhere. <laughs> exactly. But in the UFC you could I get just, a matchup like Tyron and Wonderboy, where it's just like the, both of these guys are so fucking good, they're just gonna dance around the whole time. Yeah. But well, then every that, once in that a while you get a card like two seventeen where but Everyone I, is so amazing, and it's just a blowout card. Okay. Guys, I think this was an interesting preamble to what? <laughs> you guys had You're more to done? say on steroids? You're done? Well, I just wanted to give a little tease, because we're going to be talking about steroids on the UFC 217 recap. Well, we can keep going for a little bit. I'm okay with that. Why don't just keep rolling on it? Do you? I, I, I'm not done. I've expended my opinion. I haven't, because I have a big problem, because... Uh, the, before two sixteen, two, before two sixteen in social media, they've been constantly testing the water to bring back John Jones. Constantly no. again, yes, they did. They He's brought false. back. First, they brought back the point that we, we might have to possibly legally give him. Uh, a, 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 we owe him another two fights. Did you guys know that? No. What? Yeah, they do contractually. Reebok. Contracts in the UFC like pinky swears. I understand that, but guess what? Pinky swears and lawyers, they make a living off of it. Yeah, I guess. So uh, Dana White tweeted out, oh, I might have to bring him back. I, he has two more fights under contract. And then the internet blew up again. Twitter blew up again. You know, ban him for life. And I'm part of that group. Okay? And then they just did it again. I don't know how long the suspension is going to be. And then finally, Dana White came out again after everybody he, in the world jumped on top of his chest and said, listen, I'm done with this guy. Because he, John Jones, just started posting videos on his own. Now, I know you two have something to say about that because you were telling me about it. Go ahead. No, no. I have something interesting. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. And he had some pretty – he had an interesting rumor. To go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go. So we all know that uh, John Jones has used cocaine in the past, right? Cocaine, Viagra, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. PEDs. But recently he f- he failed a he failed a test for cocaine. Yep. 
And the latest drug test he took, he failed for a steroid known as Turinabol or yeah. something to that effect. Yeah. Gateway. And yeah, Turinabol is commonly found, not commonly, but it has been found in creatine. Okay. And creatine is commonly used to cut cocaine. Oh, there you go. So they're saying, it's a rumor, but they're saying John Jones was snorting cocaine that was cut with creatine. Because, which, and that's why I failed his drug which test. Which contained. So he should be allowed to fight because of that. No, 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 that, no, 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 I, no, no, no. I just he say never something? said, no, Joe no, no, Rogan no. never I, said that I understand this qualified that. him. I understand. I'm just asking a question. You don't have to go over It's the just top. conjecture. If, if, it's but can I, conjecture. I tell you one other thing that, that I used to watch fights with? I used to watch fights with my father when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. There were a few fighters that actually got suspended because what happened was they pulled their water bottle during the fight. And the reason they pulled their water bottle is because guess what was mixed into the water bottle during the fight? Uh, Coke. Coke. Wow. Why is that? It's an amphetamine. Cuts down on pain. Oh, that's cool. Doesn't it thin blood though? Who cares? They already, you're already, they'll Vaseline you up, cross your face, and you'll keep going in. That's true. I guess if you're on meth, you don't give a shit if you're bleeding. Right? Exactly. So uh, that coke, the coke part, not that I'm saying they're saying it's okay. I'm still not okay with. Well, I mean, he didn't fail the like uh, the the test right before the fight for cocaine. He failed out of camp for cocaine. Yeah, but it's still my point is, I'm not shocked about any of it, and not, I'm not okay with any of it. So, Bottom line is, he still failed for turn ball. It's just good. a rumor. So. Mm. What? Uh, uh, as a fight fan, I've grown tired of defending John Jones. I won't make an attempt. <laughs> uh, he's just bad at me, man. Because I'm not gonna lie to my friends, to you guys, I've constantly been the guy who said John is innocent, or John made a mistake, or let's let's, let's wait another until we shot. have all the facts. Let's get all the facts. Even after the Cormier pull out the first time, I still like had faith. I was keeping the faith. I was like, dude, he's coming back, baby. Look at that presser where he beat the shit out of DC. What? I'm so tired of talking about John Jones too, man. Talking about his fuck ups is That's starting to be like, wasn't, oops. It, it's like talking about Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather. You know how that thing got yeah. drawn out forever. He, he's messing up so frequently. It's get, it's becoming old news, even though it happened. I know, but I had to say something. Go ahead. What were you saying? Sorry. Okay. Don't take such a long pause, man. Oh no, because I was thinking about what, I, but. but no, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Wait, write this down. Write Cameron down. did not have anything to say. No, because <laughs> honestly, yeah, I was a John Jones fan who kept the faith right. through all of it. And I just feel battered after it, man. Because, and I truly think that that theory, although it's conjecture and it's completely baseless, or it's from a loose source. Sure. It's right? a rumor. We'll say it. It's, it's a, a rumor. It's a rumor. But... It makes sense because you would have to be pants on head retarded, or an addict to, to do or an to do PEDs after you had been pulled and been disciplined yeah. for failing drug tests. Sure, the hey. only way I could see him justifying his his birthday was actually the reason for the fight, and it's around the time the test sure. was taken. My thing is. Coke is out of your system fairly quickly. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, sure. John's like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna party. I'm enjoy gonna get my myself. party on, enjoy myself. It's gonna be out of my system. I'm gonna clean, test clean. It's gonna be all good, baby. Yeah. How about that? How about I do a couple lines and then drink Pedialyte, slam that shit, so it's just flushed out of my system, and I'll be good. Well, and, and then that Turin ball comes and bites him in the ass, and possibly the creatine, like you said. Yeah. Possibly no one's denying that he's a grade A and Hall it of sucks. Fame fuck up. And it and it sucks because he looked so good in the second DC fight. Oh sure, dismantled DC. 
I don't know, man. Talent is a common thing. It's wasted. Let me ask you day. this though. Let me ask you this though. Before we get, I don't even know where this conversation is going anymore. It's just hopping around, but it's okay. <laughs> it's a podcast. Do you think that he would still beat DC if he had never taken steroids? Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, I can say that without hesitation. I I would probably agree. The first uh, time he much, beat the shit out of DC, he was a testing positive for cocaine. Yeah, as much as I, I'm a huge DC fan. John Jones still is probably the, one of the greatest talents to ever walk into the octagon. And how many rounds did DC take in that first fight? One, arguably the second round. And then the rest, he got the brakes beaten off of him, especially in the championship. That fight wasn't rounds. that close. No. You got to remember, in my opinion, I think there's John Jones as the A team. And the rest of that weight class is the B team. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And the sad part is... And that's that, why it's so disappointing. Sure, he can't keep it... He's his, the Michael Jordan of fighting, and can't he can't stop gambling. Tight. You know what can't I mean? Can't keep it wired tight. No, but you know what? I, this just, I just remembered this. His brother also failed his drug test in the NFL. I didn't Chandler know Chandler Jones. Cocaine? Really? No, I don't know if it was Chandler Jones or the other Jones brother. The other... It's fo- not, one it's of not, the NFL. It's, not, the it's NFL. not Arthur Jones. Arthur Jones just got signed to the Redskins. Okay, well, okay. then it was Chandler Jones. Played either, either way... Either way, one of them failed. Failed the drug test. The drug test okay. as well. Huh? And for you know what? brothers are going to be like, hey, man, this is helping me it's play working, the NFL It's working, it's working, it's working. And I feel bad for him because you know what? He lost... He, he's losing everything. He's losing his livelihood. He lost all the sponsors. All of his sponsors. Sure. He's losing a ton of his fans. Oh, too. who's Gat? Gat's the guys right like now. me who throw down the banner after losing so many battles sure. when the truth comes out. Sure. Dude, I remember the first time he fought DC. When he took DC down in that fight, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I was a huge John Jones fan. Now, I love, an Olympic wrestler? Yeah. now I love DC. Now I love DC. And this is why you saw it exist at the end of the day. Yes. You know, to bring it full circle. Yeah. All those steroids, we can acknowledge the past and the crazy shit that happened in K2 and Pride and all Strike Force and all that shit. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what gives us the purest form of competition, the most level playing field. And right now, that's USADA. In the future, could it be improved? Of course. It, it, but right it now, it's the best baseline we have. But I'll shock you guys by saying one thing and one thing only. Okay. I, I think there should be a level. Well, that's what I was alluding to when I said it could be improved, obviously, with I, some I, recovery. I, I don't think there should be freak shows, but I think these guys are not normal people. I said it before. I'll mm-hmm. say it again. And they should have a higher level than a normal walking around human. I agree with you. Keep them alive. Keep them going. Well, an interesting and spirited debate and discussion on steroids and sports, and especially in combat sports and MMA. If you guys like that, you can check out our uh, UFC 217 breakdown where we get into a topic that has a lot to do with steroids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll bring that up on the next one too. But um, yeah, guys, you know what it is. This is Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. And we'll see you next time. Talk to you later. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.